This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, the voice of milk in Congress with customers and in communities. Learn more at voiceofmilk.com. Good Friday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. A handful of House Democrats are asking for information to determine if Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue may have committed a violation of the Hatch Act. The law is meant to serve as a firewall between government officials and campaign activity, but the group, led by House Ag Oversight and Nutrition Subcommittee Chair Marsha Fudge, says comments by Purdue at a Farmers to Families food box distribution event may have violated that law. Earlier this week, Purdue pointed to a group of people as Trump supporters from 2016 and told President Donald Trump the group would also support his re-election bid in 2020. In a letter to USDA's ethics office, six congressional Democrats say they believe these comments are a blatant violation of the Hatch Act. Spokespersons for the Department of Agriculture did not immediately respond to a request for comment. U.S. beef and pork will find a more favorable welcome in Taiwan after the lifting of restrictions on American product there. The U.S. government was not specific on which restrictions were eased, but the Wall Street Journal reports the changes include ractopamine levels in pork and age restrictions in cattle. Bill Thompson has more in his story on agripulse.com. With the derecho storm that slammed Iowa now a few weeks in the past, the recovery effort is becoming more clear, and the next steps will be complicated. Challenges to the state's infrastructure remain and crops are still damaged, That predicament now leads Iowa Democrat and House Ag Committee member Cindy Axney to suggest Congress will need to provide additional aid funds. I think that we're going to have to step in. Uh, You know, the president did declare uh, Iowa federal disaster, but um, all of the counties that were affected weren't included from an individualized support perspective. And so that's going to be very problematic. Now, for many of our farmers, of course, they've got the crop insurance and and the coverage. She says the derecho storm won't have the same needs as last year's flooding in the state. Better than uh, maybe the flood. You know, we don't have the damaged um, grain in the bins as much. Um, the, the bins weren't as full. And, and, and of course, the, the ones that, uh, that really fell apart were the ones that were empty. Um, because they didn't have any structural base inside of them to help keep them up. So I think that, you know, we're going to have to put some money into this. Um, and I think we're, and, and I think we're going to have to help our, our uh, you know, our farmers more with some of their buildings and some of their equipment, things that were damaged as a result of that, that crop insurance might not cover. But she says producers will need assistance after already being battered by the market reaction to the coronavirus pandemic. There's more from Axney on the derecho, the Democratic and Republican conventions, and more on this week's Washington Week interview on agripulse.com. The impact on grain storage is also coming into focus. The initial worry was too many grain bins were lost to store the initial 2020 harvest after the high winds ripped many bins to shreds. But Charles Herberg with the Iowa Grain Quality Initiative says the cumulative impact doesn't appear to be as bad as initially feared. We think there's maybe... Uh, Oh, 100, 120 million bushels, maybe 60 of that at commercial elevators that has been destroyed. Uh, But that's less than the estimated impact in grain loss. So in the overall, uh, it doesn't necessarily make any individual person feel any better. But in the overall, we'll probably probably have not a net storage crunch uh, out of that. He says producers short on storage may have some options. They could use a silo bag uh, option if you have dry corn, not if you have wet corn. Uh, It's possible for producers to make piles in machine sheds or or, or whatever, temporary grain storage piles, 
I normally I don't recommend it because it's hard to maintain a small pile and, and keep it in quality condition. He says commercial facilities may have the ability to better manage larger piles of grain or could truck products to more functional facilities. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative provides dairy farmers throughout the Midwest with a powerful voice, the voice of milk, in Congress, with customers, and within their communities. Edge is one of the top cooperatives in the country based on milk volume. Learn how Edge empowers farmers and listen to our Dairy Stream podcast at voiceofmilk.com. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.